I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. Today's guest is Emily O'Brien. She has psychosis. Let's talk about it. You guys, let me know when we're ready. Sick boy podcast, speeding. Take one. <laughs> oh mics, are, mics are hot. Oh my god, cans are hot. So that I think up, that's really. a good. I, I think the, I, you know what? I think this is probably a good place to cut into for the episode. And I think that's also a good. Dude, place. we don't we don't cut anything. We don't. Raw. Yeah, yeah, we fucking do. What you see is what you get. Black okay, nerd. okay, Chris. But <laughs> I think that's a good po- point. A good time to say. While we're recording today, a uh, little bit different. If it sounds different, here's why. We're not in our usually re- usual recording spot. We're just across the hall, essentially. We are uh, recording in the library still. Thank you, Halifax Library. You guys are great. But we have a film crew filming us while we're recording. Kind of an exciting thing. A big thank sure. you to we'll uh, keep it under Tiny wraps. Town Media. Yeah, Tiny Town Media filling yeah. us up. We'll keep the reason for that under wraps for now, but uh, maybe some exciting things to come in the in the future for Sick Boy. And that clap you just heard a few seconds back, that was our friend Emily. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Not much. Just hanging out with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> just oh, clapping sweet. your hands. Just clap, clap, clap. I find like we get along so well. This is going to be just I such was, a great... I was saying in texting with you the other day, and I think I called you, and you like sent you the, were, the Eric you were Andre. You Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said, you, well, yeah, that time. And then you also sent the Eric Andre picture. I said to these guys, I was like... Oh, did you show them? Oh, yeah, the, fuck yeah. The I mangina? Yeah. Holy and shit. And the guy who just had his like, dick, his dick out. was just out. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. didn't do it. He was just like, the dick. Yeah. So when you send that there to me, is. I said to the boys, I was like, man, guys, I fuck, she's so cool. I want to just hang out with Emily outside of this. So he we should did actually yeah. said that, yeah. Because you're super cool. All right. And, well, and let's we can, hang out. You and we can, cool. so, so we met, we met um, uh, about half a week ago and we grabbed some beers and we didn't talk too much about what we're going to talk about tonight, but we definitely had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're, yeah. I remember talking about uh, how much alcohol you need to soak into a tampon and put up your butt <laughs> yeah, that was uh, to get drunk. Gold. <laughs> That's because Jeremy was talking we, about like the fact that he didn't put enough on it, I think, the night before. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's working on it. And that then we now. talked so, about okay, the okay. super heavy mega flow yeah, tampons. Okay, okay, super okay. jumbo. <laughs> we also talked about the, the guy sitting in the corner with the trench coat on and the shadowed face. So how about we actually talk about why Emily <laughs> is here? Yeah. Uh, Emily, you, we met at the yoga studio. We did. And uh, I was telling you about the podcast, and I told you about how we recorded with a girl with bipolar, and you were like, oh, shit, that's cool. I'm glad you guys are delving into mental illness. And I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And you were like... Well, I got something. Yeah. Up my sleeve right here. So what do you, what is your, what, what do you, what do you have? Or what did you have? Or how, how does this work? Um, well, I went through episodes of psychosis. So I guess you could say it like that. It never really goes away. Um, 
So for me to say, but it's like Emily it's like has, has psychosis yeah. wouldn't be wouldn't be correct. Um, you could say that, but like in this very moment, no, don't. I don't. Right. Yeah. Which is one of the super interesting, and I know nothing about this other than <clears throat> you know the very very topical things that we got into when we were speaking before. Um, that I think that's fascinating, and in, in relation to other mental illnesses that are kind of always lingering and affecting you on some level, and you know, you're, when when we recorded with Nadine and we talked about bipolar disorder, that that's always kind of always, there, yeah, always kind of like, yeah. in and the she's background. always monitoring and adjusting to uh, to adapt to how that's affecting her, but to have something that is uh, that's happening that happens, and then it's either on or it's off. It's that's how I understand it. Is that? Yeah. Correct, more or less? More or less, yes. Um, sometimes I'll still get uh hallucinations, but they're not like they're not like seeing someone or like seeing um like a frog jump out of nowhere or something like that. It's like Did you ever see a frog jump out of nowhere? <laughs> no. Okay, okay, so talking talking about hallucinations, um I'm sure there's a lot of people who are listening and they don't know what psychosis is. So as we mentioned, we we all briefly talked about it the other night, but I still don't know what it is. And and after speaking, I kind of I had this idea that psychosis is a thing that they make horror movies out of, based on horror mm-hmm. movies, because it is hallucinations, whether it's uh, seeing things or whether you're hearing things that aren't really there. Is is that true? Is that basically what it is? Well, it's different for each person, but yeah. So it's like you're experiencing. Um auditory, visual, sometimes even tactile, like people think like bugs are crawling on them or something like that. Whoa. So that does sound sound like a a horror movie, right? Yeah, it felt like a really long nightmare. (laughs) All horror movies are based off psychosis? Horror movies usually take place in one night. Side note, (laughs) side note on that, um, it is, well, I... Maybe we'll cut this part too, but it is it is Halloween coming up this weekend, and uh, and there's yeah, what are you, uh, you going to hallucinate about this Saturday, <laughs> Emily? <laughs> Have you been stressing? Gonna stay inside the whole time, eat candy, oh, and a, watch like Care Bears. I'm not sure if that's a kid in a costume or I'm tripping out. But uh, so <laughs> tripping out, a man in a trench coat with a dark face. Uh, Throw a rock yeah. at him. See if so, it just goes through. Or... This is really interesting, though. <laughs> yeah, that's how on, you know. a, on the episode of, I think it was Radio Lab this week, uh, they talked about this family who was living in a house that was apparently haunted. This American and, Life. Yeah, yeah. So it was This American Life. Another and, amazing podcast you should check out. They're not quite as good as us, but, and, uh, you know, whatever. So anyway, <laughs> they, they moved in this house and they were experiencing all these crazy things, like waking up in the middle of the night, hearing footsteps outside the bedroom door, hearing kids playing in the hall. Um, waking up and even seeing like two people sitting on the end of their bed and they called this guy and he came in they they tested the levels of carbon monoxide in the house and there was extremely high levels uh, yeah so and they, just they all had carbon monoxide poisoning uh-huh. which and they were me, tripping out which made me think you know because this this story that they told was actually uh, quite a long time ago right yeah and and um, that those hallucinations are a very common thing that are that are that come with carbon monoxide poisoning, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And it made me think of the horror th- movie thing. I was right, thinking, yeah. "Oh my god, The Conjuring or or um, exactly you know, right. any horror movie that I've seen that's about a, a poltergeist that's based on true stories." 
is probably just a family that lived in a really sh- rickety yeah. fucking but, house. But that, that's like, didn't open the windows piping. ever. Yeah, but that comes open the windows. That comes I, back to my point about <laughs> about psychosis. Is that's what I, I thought that psychosis could be a really a very real example of why somebody would experience something that is like a horror movie, right? Yeah, like well, the yeah. the movie The Babadook or. Well, okay. Well, hold on a second. Oh, we could get into we're, an entire yeah, list. We're now, but let's now we're let's go here, back to psychosis. Now we're sitting here looking at Emily going, yeah, you probably have uh, what the, this movie's based off of. Yeah, Emily, why don't you give us a, a break it down? Are you Emily Rose? Break it, break it down for us. Um, give us. Yeah, give us a rundown on your... Uh, what we what I'm super curious in knowing is the 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 conception or the or the realization of people's illness or disease. So... So, so like when did I realize yeah, that what, I was going through it? What were the what were the beginning stages of this experience for you? Okay. Well, it started um I was in Montreal at the time and I You look like you spent some time in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. It's been yeah. a good amount of time there. Cool as fuck. <laughs> did we not mention <laughs> Is that what a person who Emily spends is a lot so of time in Montreal? <laughs> okay, can't sorry. leave Montreal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Puts a stamp sorry, on you. I totally I totally Deal. So you're living, go, in go in you're living in Montreal and I was living in Montreal and at this point it, I didn't feel I felt normal but I was experiencing um some hallucinations a little bit but I had gone through this once before and those hallucinations had kind of stuck with me and they don't bother me in a sense cuz they're not like they weren't scary so Can uh can I ask you what yeah. those were? Yeah, so like the first time I went through it <laughs> It basically just looks like I'm looking through a pane of glass, like colored glass. So it'll be like I'll just see in purple for a bit and just like shades of purple, which is pretty cool. Like <laughs> it doesn't like, like freak me out. <laughs> sounds like, like a, it sounds like a rom- romance song. But I feel like All people who write songs of purple. May, could possibly be suffering for some, from something like this. All musicians are on, have psychosis. Yep, that's yeah. something that came out of Brian's mouth. Yeah. All Can't musicians be. probably have psychosis. And Go all, ahead, Emily. And, <laughs> Do you play all, music too? All, <laughs> yeah, are you a musician? All artists, anybody who draws pictures. <laughs> yeah. uh, Anyone, artists, like artists in general. Yeah. Artistry in general, psychosis. <laughs> Guys, every, I'm, every I'm, time. Really, I'm really embarrassed right now. Oh, God. Anyway, carry so anyway, on. you see in shades okay. of purple. Brian does yeah. that at least once per episode. Or like colors yeah. around people. So I thought I was like seeing auras and shit. And I'd be like, whoa, I'm like some t- sort of mystic. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> would you tell them? Would you say, would you, are you one of those people that's like, oh, your aura? <laughs> oh, one of those oh people. Oh my god, let me just pick out this like oh dark god. little bit. Ugh. Oh my god, what are you going through right now? Yeah. <laughs> Something's going on. Um, no, I kept it pretty under wraps because I didn't want people being like, oh my god, this girl. Oh my god, can she see my aura? Or being like, oh, she's a bag of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but but how did you how did you feel about it yourself did you think that you like you're seeing shit or did you think like or did you think like i'm seeing this person's aura Um, i actually would love to like did you legitimately have a thought did you believe in the psychosis state yes you were like like, i'm an oracle i led to that conclusion so all musicians all artists and all uh oracles oracles are probably have psychosis Card readers, I think it is. But anyway, Um, keep going. Yeah. So, okay. So that was like the first time. But like nobody knew what was happening with me and I didn't get properly diagnosed. They just thought I had like 
crazy depression or something. I was just like off the walls. And if you give someone with psychosis antidepressants, it makes it like 10 times worse. Whoa. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so they gave you antidepressants. So they gave me some, and I stopped taking them. Like, I knew. I was like, this isn't like, working. This is funny. This this is is these really... auras are getting a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting a meaner. lot more paranoid. Was it dark then, or was it um, It was manageable. getting to the point when it was getting dark. And yeah. then um, I came home back here the first time and got better and stopped smoking weed for a bit. And like, didn't really connect the two. Um, How old were you at this time? When, I was like, nineteen. When the, aura the thing? first one. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, so you're you're kind of having you're tripping out a little bit, but you're also doing a little bit of drugs too. Is do you a think bit. was it? I'd like to. Yeah, the, I'd like to come back to that. Okay. I'd like to come back to that. Let's because I I have an interesting I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day sure. about, about yeah. what they perceived psychosis to be. So let, let's come back to that because yeah. I, I would like to get the rest okay. of your. So how long? How long did it take to go from kind of seeing through the purple pane of glass to seeing I yours? Still to see the purple, like I'll still see that kind of stuff. Is that like, like a, that's, that's something a... that's always? Oh, if I'm like super calm or super tired, it'll like it just like kind of like floats in, like you know, as if you're gonna faint and things go black so, or like it's like right. creep in. So that's the piece that's always kind mm-hmm. of hanging around. Yeah. That's okay. so interesting. It's funny because when we had the bipolar um, guest on, um, Nadine, one of my things was, and you know, I, I look back at it now and I'm like, what a fucking idiot. But I actually meant it then because I don't know. And I, w- I was wondering if, I asked her if she heard voices. I was like, do yeah. you hear voices? Can I meant it? I meant like, do yeah. you hear voices? Not like as a trying to be funny. <laughs> also, that's kind of funny. But like, <laughs> but I meant it. And she was yeah. like, no, no, I don't. And I could have very easily been like, so do you, do you see funny shit? Yeah. Expecting you to be like, no, but you do. Yeah. Like that's yeah. super yeah. interesting. Yeah. You do even <clears throat> when you're not like, um, I guess really deep in an episode. Yeah. It's kind of like, I, I kind of think of it as like an acid flashback or something like that. Sure. Like something that kind of lingers. Sure. But it's not there all the time. Okay. And if I don't, I can snap out of it really quickly. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay. So you come home. So I come home. They put you on antidepressants and you're like, fuck and that I was shit. Like, no. Yeah. And then I just like started working and like getting back involved with people and hanging out with people and slowly like building myself back up again. Yeah. yeah. And like had no idea what had happened. Nobody really knew. So there's been no like diagnosis at this there's point. Yeah. No, you haven't, yeah. you haven't, gone to see someone or talk about it and you haven't told anybody but yourself at this time? Um, well, there was the doctor at the hospital who gave me the antidepressants who thought oh, I was okay. depressed but right. like misdiagnosis. So, yeah. And that seems to be <clears throat> from from our conversation with Nadine and Nadine had a con- had, had the background of being a nurse uh, involved in mental illness that misdiagnosis or like a trial and error type of uh, mm. type of diagnosis with in terms of prescribing medication is Which something is that happens a lot. Pretty common with mental illness. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That they kind of that they instead of hitting the nail on the head and being able to say you have this, we think you have this, and here's the prescription for that. They say, well, we'll give you these pills, and if they work, then that probably means that we're on the right track to diagnosing you. But if you get crazier, something's going on. Yeah. Okay, stop giving her those. Yeah. Let's let's try another tact. There's yeah. something so like okay, this is gonna get. 
there's something so fucked up about that. Like I know, I know, I, yeah. I agree. I mean, but no it's one what, knows how the brain works. And actually, that's it's fucked. just like, like here you because, go. Yeah, because that can have such a detrimental impact. So yeah, I went to school with a guy. Uh, well, I went to a guy went to the same school that I went to. So my sister went to school with him. Oh man, I don't know if we'd be able to keep this because it's very like, like local. But uh, he was dealing with something mental, like whether it was bipolar or something. He 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 fucking slaughtered his mother. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, actually, you're around I the same age that. as him. Yeah. So my yeah. sister went to school with this guy. Really? That and sounds he, like psychosis. He was he was going through depression or bipolar, and they were giving him they were giving him a certain uh, type of medication, mm-hmm. but he was also. And this is this is this the story. He was he was on steroids. He was like doing uh, steroids. He was he was like beefing up. He was going to the gym a ton. And um, sounds like a they were changing his medication. Recipe. And as they were changing it, they were saying to his mother, like, you need to keep a very close eye on him. Like, you know, just keep him at the house for the next couple of days. Like, don't make sure he doesn't go out. He fucking snapped, stabbed her to death. Yeah, and then come to and was like, oh fuck, and called his buddy, and his buddy came over, and then and then he Dude, snapped again, c- took off all of his clothes, went in a car, drove the car down the street, got in a fucking crash on Glendale Avenue, walked out of the car naked, stumbling around. Yeah, went to jail. Yeah. And now he's back out. He yeah. like he went through the thing, and now he's just like, oh, that happened. And it's like Whoa. all because we don't fucking know how to deal with the brain. Like we don't yeah. know the human brain. We don't know how it reacts to certain yeah. drugs. Some drugs it reacts perfectly, and then some drugs it and it totally fuck fucks you up. Yeah. Like fucks you to the point of doing something crazy like that. And we had that. And that we, got we, so real. I'm sorry, guys. No, that's, that got so <laughs> fucked. That's cool because I think oh, that's, I think that's yeah. a really important conversation to have. And I think that uh, prescribing medication in that way, in that like trial and error way, okay, yeah. if, that, if that pill works, then, then that most likely means you have this. Because they could do that with me. Yeah, I know, but right? but, but that now that's what I mean in terms of physical illness because we've talked about that. Yeah. It's not like that in physical illness. They do blood tests, they do all that, and then they know, and then they prescribe you medication. Yeah. But at one point, I mean, and I don't know the history of medical diagnosis or prescription drugs. At oh, one, wait, at we're one, not doctors? I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm pre-med, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just pre-med right now. Um, God, we're but so we don't, But maybe degree. was that, was that a, a point in history with physical illness where they said... Where oh they, yeah, where they just oh, yeah. prescribe medication. Oh, yeah, they were like, "Oh, you, uh, you have dandruff here. Let's let's do some bloodletting." But yeah, what is what is the let's drain your yeah. blood and put this dead guy's blood Scalp back you. into you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wonder. I wonder what uh, the just variance cut, cut though. Cut your scalp it, off, bro. <laughs> I wonder what the variance is. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> Whoa! Take you know care of the problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that got dark really quick. But that's a social. But it, but, but men- it, mental true. illness. Mental illness was mental illness is and um, behind in comparison to physical illness. Now, because okay. of the now, society, it's funny you say that because we had a conversation with someone who is in the medical community, and they heard us talking like that on Nadine's episode and they were like, you can't say that. Dude. But you can say that because I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying it's behind. <clears throat> I, I feel the it's same way. But according to him, it was, yeah. That's the whole thing. I like, think, they're I definitely think, doing a lot of research but it's just not accurate. But think about, think about this, socially. Is this, just us? is this just us being ignorant? Are we, are are we being ignorant right now? <laughs> I don't think so. I think this no, is a really no, interesting topic. True. I think that we should 
uh, table it and come back to it. <laughs> I think so too. And we about, should table it until and we talk like, to a professional. And we'll table it and come back to it in like six years. And wait, but right wait. now, no, I'm just kidding. I'm what just, are you doing right now for school? I'm doing psychology. Yeah. So, there we go. Well, we could instead of arguing between or not arguing, but but <laughs> debating to the professional. <laughs> Very healthy we can, debate. We have somebody. Yeah, debating oh between one another. We can ask. We I have, love how I love how stupid why, you are. I love it. It's wonderful. I love it. It's let's come back so, to you. Let's come yeah. back to you. Do you do you have any do you have an opinion on what the is what they're saying partially true? Yes. It's very like um it's extremely trial and error. There's definitely a lot more drugs. There's a lot more uh selection for people to try now as of like back in the day it was like you, this is it. Like mm. you can try this and if it doesn't work well you're you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Um and is so there progress in that way? Is there more variance in how the uh, how each individual re- will react to the medication um compared to like phys- physical illness than mental illness? So if um, you were to give someone who you think has bipolar yeah. or some spectrum of or say psychosis yeah. if you were to give them medication that's supposed to help and then mm-hmm. another person the same medication but they have a, a varying type of oh yeah psychosis. there's like will they react significantly different everyone it's like you'll definitely react different like when they were when i was trying to get some meds this time around like 2 years ago um i just need something to help me sleep i couldn't sleep yeah. at all and at the emergency, they gave me benzos, um, Ativan, just to like calm me down. So eventually I would sleep. And then when I got to see like a psychiatrist, she was like prescribed me some antipsychotics. She was like, it's a low dose. It should calm you down, knock you out. And I was like, okay, like that's all I want. Like I just want to sleep. Well, sleep like yeah. seriously. Right. Like, and and is la- like, and we've talked about this quite a bit, guys, uh, how lack of sleep can really add to the intensity of your your mental kind of state, yeah. right? The yeah, insomnia, the, the hallucination, and the drive you fucking. Here, I mean, you guys seem fine. we <laughs> can't relate yeah. on that level. But Tyler Durden, exactly. Guys, I said this. I said <laughs> I this when we sleep. met. I said this when we met last week. Yeah. When I was like, "Oh, I had two shitty sleeps. I didn't sleep last night." And I, and we were like, well, I know that it's not the same as <laughs> what you were doing, but I mean, I, I can relate in the way that I had a shitty, I barely slept last night and the difference in my mental state mm-hmm. just from one night is way different. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't even imagine going, like, how long would you go without sleeping um, properly? It w- it took like when it first started again, it, I was only sleeping like maybe four hours a night. Mm-hmm. And so that was like. Probably that's, three weeks, yeah, four weeks of that sleep deprivation. Yeah, so it was really like impacting me, and I just I was so agitated and so twitchy and. And what were you? Were you going to school at this time? Or like, what was your daily um, like life like? To I was working that this was affecting in Montreal, and then it started to affect me. My mom came up and took me back here again. And did you call your mom to? No, she showed up. She. Sh- yeah. And did she show up because of any reason in particular? My or? nana, like my nana, lives in Montreal, so I was with. I go, I go to see her like regularly. Okay, so there was like, and she was like, there was an apparent again. problem. Yeah, oh, I'm like, where are your shoes? Okay, <laughs> yeah, I don't need them. Right, so you, <laughs> well, let's come back to you. You came back to you came back home. Yeah, and and from there, what what went on? That that was the antidepressant thing, and you were like, no, no, no. Oh no, this is the second time. So. Okay, so the first time I came home, Annie Preston, no, 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 started working on Theodore Tugboat, made a bunch of friends, totally reintegrated myself, felt Now, good. was this friend Theodore, and did everyone have to say, 
Emily. Emily. <laughs> Emily. Talking Wait to a, a boat. <laughs> we know he has a face. She doesn't even work here. She just gets on the boat every day and talks to the kids. <laughs> no, it was. But it she's was such amazing. a sweetheart. <laughs> Can't say no. <laughs> she yeah. wears a life jacket. <laughs> Um, yeah, and I didn't know what was going on, so, like, eventually it started to fade, and I was like, whatever that was, it's over. Sweet, yeah. Went back to Montreal, tried to do school, couldn't. I Like, it would just, like, stress me out to the max. Plus, I was smoking a lot of uh, weed at the time, so I just couldn't concentrate, and I didn't want to concentrate. I just wanted to lie there and, like, mm-hmm. listen to music, and I was like, fuck it. So I started working, still smoking, chilling, whatever. That was when I was 21, so that to 23. And uh, at 23, that's when I started having different hallucinations. And I still thought they were cool. I would like see a YouTube video and I'd see this like old man. And wait, he, I love that you start... think they're cool. Whoa, well, listen, <laughs> hold on, hold on. What? So this old man, he's like all like wrinkly and stuff. And for some reason, my brain would start like turning it back, so it looked like I would see him as he was young, and so it looked like I was looking to like this youthful face. So and I the was, like, video you're actually watching, yeah, has an old man. Has an old man. Are like, you sure you were watching like Benjamin Button? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this movie That's before. Movie. No, I've seen it. Yeah, <laughs> Brad. So Pitt was I've great. seen that too. <laughs> Brad Pitt was great, but the old. So it just stayed an old man, but then you start to actually see him reverting back to, into yeah. his young. And then I would like look away and look back and it'd be like an old dude again. And it happened once in person with the yoga teacher at the studio. She got like really close to me and then it started to like happen and I saw her as young. No, in in Montreal. Okay. Uh, Dina. Dina Dina T? T. Yeah. So I saw this like 20 year old and I was like, holy shit, like you're beautiful. Not that she's not beautiful, (laughs) but I was just like, I was just like, holy crap. Dina T in her 20s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whoa. Yeah. So, but that, wow. that to me, if I, if that, if I experienced that, I don't think I would seek out help. I might think that I'm tripping out, I but I didn't yet. Okay. So then yeah. what, yeah, but dude, what's hold the, on, hold on though. Oh, it's trippy. You, I'm not saying that yeah, it's not trippy. If you were tripping out like that and you know, for a fact that day you didn't fucking take LSD or like eat a handful of mushrooms. Would you not be like, holy, f- I fucking, I think I would. How much did I would you run sleep? Or, did you, did I would, you, yeah, yeah. I'd run straight did to you Ripley's, sleep believe it or not. Were, were you getting good sleep, good good rest at getting, that point? Or? I was getting like marijuana rests at that point. Okay. okay. So like you're, you're smoking like a fair bit of weed at this time too, right? So, I mean, I I definitely, I did that for a while too. And, and when I was smoking a lot of weed, I feel like even when I wasn't smoking weed, I could see myself tripping out a little bit and maybe thinking like it's because i smoke a ton of weed okay well let's you know? come to that then so the other day i was speaking to a friend uh and he was asking what we're who we're recording next and i said oh this, this girl and she had like she has psychosis i yeah. think i said has yeah and he was like uh-huh. and i was like yeah yeah she and he was oh, like oh, oh. <laughs> and he goes oh drug induced and i go mm, i don't think so and he was like mm. i don't think that's possible and oh, I was, it's definitely possible. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I think it is. She said it was, and he, so he was under the under the impression that psychosis is a thing, but it can only be triggered by crazy ass drug use. No, I met one of the girls in the early psychosis program down at Abby J Lane. She was only sixteen, 
and she'd never touched a drug. And she said that she had been playing with a Ouija board before it happened. And I was like, so Right. So it's that either drugs. It's either drugs or, or demons. it's demons. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So See, Andrew, but I read the exact, I read the exact opposite thing. I mean, sometimes, uh, sometimes when I go, when we are going to interview somebody, I will read the opening section of a Wikipedia page. Taylor so does I get the smart so, thing. So I get, I'm like, oh, so I get, oh no, but it's, but it's, <laughs> it's to make, it's to give me like a Coles notes version of what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But it's also this, like a very stereotypical, not stereotypical might not be the right word, but it's, it doesn't really, it lends a couple talking points. Yeah. But it also might give me something to ask you that will be completely false. Like, oh, Wikipedia said this. And you're like, yeah, well, Wikipedia doesn't know its shit. And this is exactly how it went. <laughs> um, so when, what, I, but I, what I did read on the Wikipedia page was that if it was drug-induced, then it can't actually be diagnosed as psychosis. It has to be independent from like a like an exterior catalyst almost is what, because is what I read. Because psychosis is know. a mental illness, whereas experience, experiencing psychosis from a drug is a is a, a, a byproduct of the, yeah, reaction of the drug. Yeah, but so if you're, that not, person... you're not technically diagnosed with psychosis. You're just someone who's experiencing what, a psych, what psychosis is. But what if you're like stuck in that for months and you're not doing the drug? Well, that is should it be still fucking psychosis. And then is it psychosis? Yeah, I, I would yeah. hope so. Jesus, I don't know. Yeah. So then, so okay. So, okay. Well, how about no. we find out? What, yeah, yeah, what is, exactly. What is the, that's where. I, okay, that's so where I was, yeah, yeah. Catalyst? yeah, yeah. So, well, was there a the catalyst? Was, was there a the catalyst? catalyst? What? Say it again. What's the fact? What's the fact? Yeah. Um, I would say it can be. I'd say either way, as long as it stays for a significant amount of time. For me, the catalyst. Was definitely a mixture of things. It was definitely drug use. It's definitely a lot of stress um, and a lot of like family BS I was going through. Okay, what yeah. drugs were you using? Um, mostly just weed at that point. Like I had, I had done a bunch of drugs. Like up until that point, like a bunch of different types of ones. But like, but I wasn't just, like you were smoking. I was weed never like, a regular of any other. Like what's one. that guy's name? Um, Mark yeah. Emery, yeah, Mark Emery. You were yeah. you were just like a Montreal female Mark Emery. I was just like smoking, like <laughs> like an eighth a day, just like sitting, just like smoking. Yeah, like if I wasn't working, that's what I did. And yeah. where was the stress coming from? Um, I was moving. So stressful during that time. It's, yeah. the, sh- it's the shittiest thing. Yeah. And did you find that smoking weed was kind of numbing, de- the, de-stressing? Yeah. Or getting rid of I some of the stress? I definitely used it to get rid of like <coughs> the general anxiety that I felt throughout life. Yeah. Right. And then, what, so what was, was there, the, what was the family BS? Yeah, I don't want to really get into that no, one that, part. No. That's okay. Yeah. We don't have to. So what, I had to ask. Okay. You said it, I was like, I'm going to yeah. ask her. So, uh, <laughs> so the videos, the YouTube videos where you're seeing the old guy turn into a kid, not, not so much of an indicator that you need to go in and do something about this, but then... What is that moment what was that when moment? you're like, I got to go and do something? Um, it was for me, it was like my mom coming up and it was more like the reactions I was getting from other people because um, I didn't feel like there was anything wrong at that point. I wasn't distressed or anything like that, but I was super like excited and pumped, but I wasn't like I was acting weird. Like I wasn't wearing shoes like I was walking around without shoes all around town. Just it was like fuck shoes, and I just decided uh, I would downtown wear my, Montreal, which yeah. is like I love Montreal, but that's Pretty a dirty, dirty ass fucking yeah, city. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> walking around without my contacts in, I was like, I'm going to see the world blurry. That's how I was born. <laughs> blurry and purple. <laughs> yeah. Blurry, purple, purple. shoeless. Shoeless. <laughs> Emily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your brand. That was your, yeah. tin- that was your Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I started getting rid of a lot of shit. And at this point, my mom was up. And I was like, I'm just going to keep one of everything. And my mom was like, I think you need more than like one of everything. Like you definitely need more than one pair of underwear, Emily. Like this is definitely. Like- nope. Want to bet? <laughs> Wait, yeah, want to see? <laughs> Lighting yeah. it on fire right now in the living room. <laughs> That's not strange. So she tells you she tells you that something's up then. Yeah. And how do you respond to that? Um, I didn't really believe her until it started getting like dark. Like until I like wasn't feeling like uh, excited about it anymore and started feeling a little more like uh, super depressed and um, like thought that there were like ghosts around all the time. Like that wow. was one of my things. Like I thought that there were ghosts. I told you guys. Yeah. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected. Available on all major podcast platforms. Now, how dark did it get? Like, where did this get to the point where you thought, or where others thought that you could potentially hurt yourself? No, like that was one of like the main things, especially like when I showed up for treatment. They like asked me that over and over, and I was like, no. I was like, I just want to get better. It's like I don't want to die. I just, yeah. I really want to get better. Um, and I know that I could because it reminded me of the previous episode that I'd had, but nobody diagnosed. And I was like, I was like, I know I can get over this because I did it before and nobody, <laughs> but this time I needed help. I was yeah. like, yeah. So the first time you had no, you had no help. You had no, you didn't see anybody about anything. Well, no, I had friends. You had friends. Like, and yeah. then it, and like you said, it faded away and yeah. you thought that was that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then two years later. And then. After that. Yeah. Uh, three years later. Yeah. So how did it get resolved? Like, how did you... Because you're... You seem good now. Yeah. You're wearing shoes. I wore shoes. Uh, I have my contacts. Shoes look I'm, good. I'm assuming you've got more than the pair of underwear you're wearing. I, I don't know, but that's no just a underwear. safe guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, so how did you get to where you are now? Like, how did you get good? Time and patience. Um, so, like, when she gave me the antipsychotic to help me sleep, I found it um, fucked up fucked me up more um like the drugs did yeah like um like when you go to sleep and you close your eyes do you like see like colors or like lights or like something like that like yeah coming in and out like yeah it's like sometimes yeah 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 definitely i would say, not super defined but yeah i yeah. know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. and so like i'd usually get that and usually like dark like purples or blues or something but when i took this medication it would like flash orange and i'd be like whoa Whoa. what was that yeah how are you gonna sleep (laughs) how are you gonna sleep (laughs) through that yeah yeah someone just taking a super big like mag light and be like all right here we go (laughs) yeah (laughs) with your with your with your stress stress being like a a catalyst for something like that coming on yeah um and since you're since you've and you said that you not here but when we were hanging out 
that you got into studying psychology mm-hmm. for this. The, your psychosis played a role in that decision to get into that. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with uh, if you feel stress coming on, or you feel like you've you notice that you've gone through a period of stress? Are, are, is there a is there a trigger or a, a signal where you go, okay, I gotta I gotta do something to to relax and calm down? Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It actually started happening um, this October. During midterms and that kind of stuff, I was getting stressed. It's like the first year I decided to do a full course load. Mm-hmm. And um, I went through like one midterm and like I had no time to relax. I had to start studying for the next ones. And I just felt myself like I would I would go to bed and I wouldn't be able to sleep. And I started like crying in bed because I'd be so stressed. And I was oh, like, okay, look. one night, okay, like I can cry. That's okay. A couple nights, I'm like... Okay, like I'm still crying here. <laughs> like this is getting like really stressful. Um, and then it got to a point where I just like couldn't study, and I was like um, wanting to do like some bad habit stuff. I was like, I want to go out and get wasted, and I was like, let's find some drugs and like let's go crazy. No, no, no. And I was like, okay, I really need to drop a course because this isn't healthy um, behavior. So I ended up doing that, and I ended up going to yoga like twice a day for a couple of days mm-hmm. just to try to like... Um, now, do you think if this was uh, a couple of years later, or, or sorry, earlier, mm. you wouldn't have had the the wherewithal to go, mm-hmm. I think I need to step it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, do you think, do you think it was because you knew that... I could see it coming on. Like, I could see, like, I'd be looking at my cat aware. and I was like, you look weird to me. The cat like, looked like a dog. <laughs> well, <laughs> like not necessarily like that, but I was like, "Who are you in relation to me?" Well, we have a really strong. We have a. <laughs> I ask myself that all the time with my cats. As uh, as humans, we have a really strong. You know, if you go through an experience that you don't enjoy, yeah, that leaves a that leaves a scar on your brain, and that leaves an imprint on your mind, and you you start to notice when that experience is coming around again, and you'll do whatever you got to do to avoid it. Um, and I mean, I know that whenever I get stressed, uh, it, it's really noticeable. I don't get stressed very often. So if I'm going through a period of stress, it's really noticeable. I, I feel, I feel way different. I feel way outside of my normal self. I totally feel that way too. Yeah. I totally really. And, to um, and cause you know, I just don't deal with it all the time. Uh, and if I had something as, 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 uh, maybe daunting is the right word, as daunting as an impending like episode of psychosis coming on. I know that I would be, I'd be like, okay, what do I got to do? Yeah. What do I got to do to get this, to not, to not let this go down that road that I know that it's gone before. Exactly. And do you, is that like something that you feel? Are you like, okay, I know that that could be the future and I'm going to do whatever I got to do to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I ended up dropping the course. Cause I was like, this is clearly a huge stressor. Um, and now that I've only have three, I'm totally back in like my Zen mode. I don't feel like I'm being stretched to like the limit anymore. Um, that I have time to do all the stuff that I want to do. And October, and, October being this month. Do you mean this month? Like this is just happening. So you're like, yeah, basically in a period, or we're going through Earlier, a period. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and I was it, feeling super. Is okay. So you know that stress can bring it on, mm-hmm. and you know that like like any kind of like overwhelming excitement essentially can like bring this on. 
It's more like chronic it, stress. Okay, like so. Yeah. yeah okay, it's sweet. not so like, like when I get birth- like super excited. It was your birthday last there. weekend, so yeah. like you weren't like, "Woo, I'm having a time. I'm having a tool." Oh my god! god. Yeah, where did all these <laughs> people come from? Why <laughs> oompa loompas everywhere? <laughs> but like, I invited thirty, and there's a yeah. hundred. Oh, so, it, so it is directly stress. Like it's it, directly yeah. Something like this. Something like the four of us sitting down and. And laughing about this, and, yeah. and and like prodding you about your life, and yeah. and asking you these questions. This isn't something that might trigger that, unless no. this was a very stressful experience unless for you. you. Guys were like, tell us right unless now. Unless it was dark talk. Yeah. If it was dark talk, I can't it could believe be you're even here. I'm judging you right okay. now. We're okay, doing this so for twelve hours straight. Like, <laughs> 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 cover to the chair, Emily. Do you do you <laughs> force you to piss yourself? Oh my god! Like, so maybe it, it sounds like it sounds like you have a. I'm I'm keeping this going forward. It sounds like you have a lot of <laughs> good job, Brian. a lot of self awareness. Um, as as far as how you feel, but. Do you rely on a support system? Do you open up and talk about this to anybody else, or is it mostly just you making these decisions on your own? Um, it's uh, a lot of me, but um, I was opening up to a friend as soon as it started happening, um, and she was totally like supportive because yeah. she knew she was like, "Don't you have to study in that kind of stuff?" I was like, "Nope." I was like, "I'm not studying all weekend. Like, I'm taking <laughs> some time off." And she was like, "Okay." Like, I thought you were like super steady girl and I was like not this weekend and then just kind of like explained what had happened before and how and have felt you like have that. you talked much to <laughs> other people just about it on a, on occasion no usually right. not I usually don't talk about it and how much. does that how does it make you feel do you think that how do you think people would react um I just don't want people to for me to tell people that and have them see it as like my defining characteristic I want people to like meet me, get to know me, um, laugh and talk and like all that kind of stuff. And then if I feel comfortable. So a, so a, when we when I uh when we when this whole thing came to light mm. between me and you. Yeah. Like do you remember having to like draw it out of me a little <clears throat> bit? You were like, Well, do well, you know someone? Yeah, I because because like, I remember I said, Yeah, we did a thing with bipolar and you were like, Oh, that's really great. I'm glad you're covering men- mental illness. And uh-huh. Is that what I did? I said, oh. I asked you, are I you, like, are you doing mental illness as well as physical? That's and right. And you were like, yeah, yeah why do you did. ask? Uh, right, yeah. right, right, right. And so in that moment, do you remember, was there any hesitation oh, in yeah. saying, yeah, I have psychosis? Yeah. Okay. But I don't think I said it. I think I was like, yeah, I went through some like trippy shit and like I hallucinated yeah. a bit and you're like hallucination yeah like, I, I like, totally that sounds fun yeah. I totally would be like what yeah. Yeah. tell me more yeah but you did you told me that like in that little session there yeah it came out yeah oh, uh okay we're getting beamed up. Okay, we're all hearing that. <laughs> Fuck, thank God. I thought um, I was going through an episode. Sp- speaking of speaking of that though yeah just wait just <laughs> wait for the God voice to is that we're all okay. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah we just we just did that bit. Uh, <laughs> but I would just thought we might cut you later. Actually, <laughs> I do most of the cutting anyway, so I would just lose you there and take oh a God. joke. Hey, take my thunder. Um, one of one of the other things that you said to me the other night that really resonated with me was when the doctor <coughs> said to you that what you're experiencing is real. It's not. It's not that you're not experiencing something that's not real. And the quote that you used was, it is your reality, but it's not the shared reality. Yeah. And that was, like, for me, that was heavy. Like, it was just, because it makes you think, like, 
Oh, even if even if you are, I don't know, having an off day and you're experiencing things, and not even not even in the psychosis sense, but if I'm having an off day and I'm experiencing the world differently, yeah, it's not that the world is bad. It's not that it's a bad place. It's that maybe I feel down that day, but it's not. And you're picking up on all the downy stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. and it doesn't mean that it's like that like for everybody else, totally. you know. And that's like, why you you can look to like if I'm walking down the street with Taylor and I'm in a bad mood. And he's in a good mood, and I'm seeing everything shitty, and he's seeing everything great. Your mood is not the shared mood. Yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, no, but uh, no, but yeah. but honestly, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, yeah, your reality is not the shared reality. Like you, totally, exactly, because you're feeling down and shitty doesn't mean that that's what the world. like the yeah. shared yeah, it's not the, sh- the world the well, shared reality the pretty Sometimes. fucking gross, the shared reality the shared the shared reality right now is that. There, we're in this room. There's lights. There's other people in here. There's yeah. cameras. That's all shared. There's that, there's that man in the trench coat with the but, dark yeah. face. <laughs> but, but what isn't Wait, shared dude, is not there. Oh, what isn't shared is how is how I I didn't get a lot of sleep, so I feel really tired. Or how you know Brian feels whatever because of like really fit from going to the gym. Or yeah, of course. Uh, and Super we, jacked. We all yeah, have. Like we swole, all have. Our, I, I got my swell on. So we all have our. We all whatever. have our our. Our reality, and then we have our shared reality. So when you go into when you go into an episode of psychosis, your reality is just completely different. Completely, it has a it's a heightened a heightened difference in in how you're experiencing the world around you. And you can't experience it like how other people experience it. Like I was, it took me a while. Like when she said that, I was like, okay, but like you don't want to believe it like you have to convince yourself yeah that it's that that's true because that's, in your head yeah it's real that's fucking it's crazy so for real. someone to sit here right now to come up to me and be like okay jeremy yes i, I understand but there is no podcast yeah and there is no taylor and exactly. brian and emily and film crew you're that's not that's not you're sitting real. alone in a room with the mic yeah with, yeah with me the doctor like oh my god like yeah Speaking which of horror movies, possible, which is possible. That's what Shutter Island was. Well, yeah, that's, exactly. That's what. Okay, so great this, movie. This makes me bring this up. Have you heard about you? You've seen the Truman Show? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, Jim yeah, Carrey movie, yeah, classic yeah. movie. It's amazing. And he's living, he, in, this film. He's living yeah. in this film. He doesn't know that he's in the film, and everybody's an actor, yeah. but he has no idea. Yeah. That movie uh, was the catalyst for. Sending people with uh, what, what I'm what I'm assuming, and I should never assume, but I am assuming that they were dealing with psychosis. But specifically, their symptoms would be that, or, or their 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 reality hmm. was that they thought they were the star of a TV show, and everybody around them were actors. This uh, only started popping up after the Truman Show came out. They called it like the Truman Show syndrome or something, after something these, like that. Yeah, after like these actually, people started coming, this doctor started realizing like, oh, you know, Bill, Bob, and, and Jane are all feeling the same thing, mm-hmm. and it's all the exact same story as the Truman Show. So it is now referred to as the Truman Show syndrome or the Truman Show... Yeah, I think it's the, the Truman Show syndrome. Um don't know where I was going with that, but that's fucking super interesting that that yeah, movie definitely. essentially, like, I guess, caused a reaction in people who are having... It reminds me of how, it reminds me of how when you go to sleep and you have dreams, you, you, I usually have dreams based around something that I was thinking about 
before I went to sleep or something that happened that day. Your dreams kind of follow the pattern, you know, a grandiose. Yeah, it's, it's your brain trying to process what you went through. Yeah, so it's not it's not too far off base for me to think that somebody sees that show, they go through whatever they go through that triggers psychosis, and then for their symptoms or their reality to revolve around something that they've experienced or that they recently. Dude, experienced. I've I've always felt that same thing about your your dreams. I always feel like my dreams are related to something that I thought about during the day, but I th- I feel like it's irrelevant events that happen through the day that trigger my dreams. Mm-hmm. And I almost, I imagine my, my brain like a filing cabinet and that's the, those dreams are deleting those useless memories. They're like, yes, yeah, so you did walk by a hot dog vendor. Doesn't matter. So let's just use the hot dog vendor thing. <laughs> Bring on the hot dog vendor. <laughs> Put him in the situation. Okay, so, great, we can del- that. so we can delete that. Yeah, deleted. <laughs> so we don't need that anymore. It, how, okay, I, I'm kind of curious because this is, the, I feel like out of all the shows we've done, this is the most that we've hopped on and been like, oh man, this is so interesting. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like this. Yeah. And haven't like actually talked this. to you. Well, no, but we're, well, we're, we're, we're comparing all of these things in our life to your experience. And that's the best way to understand which is not it. Your experience. Okay. Yeah. So is it like, are you are you, you know, offended at I, all? By I, our, love, like, I love no. that you said that. I love that you just said that because we had uh, we had our last guest on um, said something that really kind of like hit me hard right <laughs> right in the middle of the episode. He was like he was like I don't want you I don't want people to empathize with me, and I'm the type of person who's always trying to empathize with people. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to understand and relate, and I was kind of I was shocked by that. And I, I, I don't think I said anything for like 15 minutes because I didn't know what to say anymore because my, my method of communication is trying to relate and trying to talk, talk through your feelings and understand what you're going through so that I can relate it to my life. And I know that I can't relate to what you're experiencing, but I can try to find a way to connect, you know? Yeah. And I love that you just said that us going off on tangents and trying to understand is a way to make that connection because I really felt like, and, and that's one, that's the other thing I love about this podcast that we get to learn that people react differently. Yeah. And they Cause I was going to say you, you do vibe with that though, right? Like exactly. You, yeah. You get, okay. You can't, you do not want me to empathize with you. I get that. I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. As hard as that is for me, that's how you deal with this. Whereas, Emily, you're Hi. you're not in that position, or at least I no. don't think you are. No, I um, I find that that makes it a lot easier to talk about it. Yeah, if yeah. you're and if instead you're of people in, being like, "I'm sorry, you went through that," yeah, yeah. Instead of being like, right. it wasn't your Whatever. fault, man. Like, yeah, don't that's, everybody, that's a common <laughs> thread. So, okay, so you you talk to Jeremy and you say that he he had to kind of pry it out of you with some words, and or yeah. and you didn't even really say that you had psychosis or you you've had psychosis. What's the number one, what's the thing that pops into your head if you're about to tell somebody that you, that you don't want them to think about you? Like if I'm about to tell them you're about that to, yeah, you're I about have psychosis? Yeah. I don't want them to think that um, like I'm crazy, basically. That, that I could like just go off at any moment and like then everything that I do at that point is like tainted because they're like, oh, she's not just like wild and uninhibited or anything like that. She's like, no, this chick is crazy, mm-hmm. and like she's not in her right mind or something like that. It's do like, you get? Do you? Are you sensitive to those words? Like, if if someone's walking down the street, that is like, and then, that's like a joke. And it's you totally see someone fine. like in the, you know, you see someone in like the, 
I don't know, the bus shelter, like that just like screaming on the phone. Yeah, the, the guy walked past us. Like, like if I had gone, I, I would have gone. turned to you and be like, those are my people. He's <laughs> <laughs> like talking to himself as he's like walking down the street. Like, he was saying some crazy shit though. <laughs> yeah. But if I had said, if, if you hadn't said that and I yeah. said, that guy's fucking crazy, would you have been like, oh, gross. Like, don't say that. Well, if you'd said it in like a way to be like, Oh my god! Like, ew, that bum. Like, yeah. Ew, that ugh. But it all Nelly bum is crazy. <laughs> it all boils like down to in, intent, though. It's all. It all yeah, boils down. That person. <laughs> That's not me. Yeah. It all boils down to intent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, if me and Brian were talking, and Brian said, "Like, oh, I, 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 how the fuck? I don't know. Something stupid, and then and something crazy, right? If he said something crazy, something crazy and then I was like, you know, dude, you're though. crazy. Yeah. Um, would you be like, hey, don't use that word? That's my word. Yeah, um. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> don't like, are use you sensitive to <laughs> the c word to those terms like crazy or yo, that guy's nuts or whatever. No, as long as it's used in like a hilarious yeah, like a, manner and yeah, like exactly. it's a joke and it's not like like a put down. Yeah. That's awesome yeah. that you feel that way because. Uh, I've had a conversation, like you were saying, like intent. I've had conversations about swearing. <laughs> Actually, specifically, conversations about swearing on this podcast. Fuck off. And and I, and that my and my my. Did you have to reply that? My yeah, no. I, I know. I swear too much. The foundation for my for my argument there was was, uh, what's the intent of the word? Is there a negative connotation behind it? And that's. That's it. If there's no neg- negativity behind it, there's no yeah. re- there's no need to take offense. If it was meant in 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 a joking way and lighthearted, but maybe comes across the wrong way, maybe you go, oh, "I know that you didn't mean it like that, but it could come across that way," and you say that. Or maybe it's really light, and you go, "Okay, that's that's fine," and you laugh along. Or maybe it's it's uh, uh, malicious. I I I've um, I'm very outspoken in saying that there's. There's very little that offends me or that that I get offended by. Um, and I'm very proud about that. But the other day, I kind of did get a little bit offended. Um, I was about to teach a class, a yoga class. And uh, I was working on a theme for the class. And the theme, I was going to say, I was going to say to the class, I said, I sat everyone up and I was like, hey, I live with cystic fibrosis. This is a thing that I deal with every day. And the reason I practice this practice is because it gives me a chance to appreciate my breath. So let's make that a point in today's practice. Let's appreciate our breath. And I would come back to that throughout the class. But So I was planning this the entire time. And I'm sitting at the desk. And a lady comes up to me you know, before the class starts, maybe five minutes before. And she goes, do you guys have a policy about like sick people not coming to the studio when they're sick? And I was like, uh, no, not really. I mean, you know, why? And she was like, well, there's a guy in here and he has coughed like four times. And I know for a fact, last time I was here, he was sick. He coughed. I caught it. And then I gave it to my niece. And I know because I talked to her doctor that humidity spreads illness. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, dude, I was sitting at the fucking desk yeah. and I was. You should have just coughed right in her face. Well, <laughs> well, I was, I, you should have I, just I was said working I, in a yoga studio. So I was like, <sighs> but I wanted to be like. You don't fucking know. Dude, you don't fucking yeah, know what that guy's exactly. going through. I don't think you'd be out of place to say to say that because I, I think you could. I think you because could say, you know what I did. I went in and I said, "Hey, everybody, God. welcome to class." Yeah. Not sure if anybody's aware, but I live with cystic fibrosis. I cough all the time, and I looked right at her and I was like, "I cough all the time." It's a part of my disease, and I just continued and I left it like that. 
Yeah. Taught the class. Anyway, whatever. She came out and was like, hey, that was a great class. And I think that guy's getting better. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. See you. But I was offended. I was offended. I think I she came to Taylor's studio the next day. <laughs> she, she was like, "Goddamn, goddamn studio!" You guys don't like coffee? you guys don't like sick people in here, right? <laughs> oh, and, I, and I was like, "No, never, like, sick no, no, yeah. never." They're, they're across the street. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's funny. That's like, uh, and and I had to step back and I had to be like, "Oh, oh, I do." That was something that offended me. Well, she it's was ignorant. Yeah, she, she was being ignorant. Yeah. She was yeah, and yeah. that's. How That's the fuck fair. did we get on this? We, we being Brian, offended, Brian, being offended by certain back, words. Brian, bring I was, us back. I was, you know, I was really enjoying the conversation. It was about uh, we got on it because I asked how, how she, how, what she wanted I to, about right about people, well, the, yeah, people judging her for some reason. And then we got on the topic of if she's offended by the words sure. crazy. No, we ended up, like we ended up, so we ended up there. Anyway, I, yeah. I do have something that I was curious to know. And great. Sometimes asking this question without giving the guests some prep is kind of hard, but mm. if you, if you can think of it, um, do you have a, 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 a most embarrassing moment that has come with your, with your condition? That's something that you've gone through and, or the, the scariest moment that you can, that you can, um, remember. Mm. Well, embarrassing, I never really was embarrassed. I don't think that that was a feeling I ever felt during the situation. I was too, like, whacked out of it to feel embarrassment. Yeah, right. Um, But I did do something funny that now I look back and I was just like, oh, that poor person. Um, This guy was walking behind me. And, of course, I was shoeless and couldn't see. But I just, like, like, I felt like I could feel him, like, way too close. And I was like, like, this is weird. And it was just, like, way down up. Mont Royal Street, which is a super long street, and mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, I'm fed up. And I just like turned and I like, walked into a little like vestibule thing and waited for him to like walk past. <laughs> and as he walked past, I just go, like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I just wanted to freak him out. Like, just be like, you barked at Don't him. fucking walk near me. <laughs> You're too close. Instead of saying that, I just barked at him. Imagine like, if you bit him. Oh my God. <laughs> well, violence, like that, that was that was one of the other things. Sorry. Sorry to, de- sorry to derail you. You can continue. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just read that, that, that violence. And like you were saying with oh, yeah. with your with that guy in Sackville, we which we don't know <clears throat> if he was if he had psychosis or yeah, what. I don't know. Um, but uh, that violence is uh, is a is a really big symptom of psychosis as well. Yeah, because you're in this fight or flight state like the entire time. And for me, it was like flight. It was like run, get away, escape somehow. Hide in like, vestibules. Did you ever have a? Did you ever have any any feeling of being violent towards anybody or? No. So okay, I would like to know what's like. Where, what's your deal now? Like you're, you're so you you have slight. Uh, you were slight. saying you have like a little bit a little of bit. hallucinations here and there, yeah. but you're like you're pretty like stable. Yeah. Are you Sometimes are you medicated right crisper. now? Are you? No. Sorry, did you say what? I'll get crisper, like you know. When, like, oh, you I thought first you said you hear like, whispers. I hear whispers. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> When you like first, like if you've ever taken shrooms and like it starts to creep in, everything just looks more like vivid and mm. sharp. Yeah, mm. especially like lights. Like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, a little bit like that yeah. sometimes. But I'm just like, wow, I see really clear right now. Do you, do you fuck with Shit. drugs? Do you fuck with drugs anymore? No. 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 Yeah. I had my run. Not, not even weed? Yeah. No, no, especially Nothing. not weed. But weed you drink. just like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, okay so. I, what was the moment where you were like, I, I can't fucking do drugs anymore? Was it like a sharp moment where you decided not to? Because, I mean, we know when, when you found out that 
you need to seek help for what was going on in your head. But was that the same time that you stopped using drugs? I was like, I knew that it was connected, but I was still like hanging out with people who smoked a lot of the time. And like, they knew that I used to be like a huge stoner. So they'd always be like, here, do you want it? And I'd be like, I was like, all right, let's just try this like one more time and see. Even though I wasn't feeling like 100%. And it just felt like a bucket of ice water was poured over me. And I just went into a panic. And I was like, I have to get out of here. My experience wasn't wasn't quite the same, but I totally get that. (laughs) Like when I was ready to not be, I was was a huge stoner when I was, you know, 19, 20. Mm -hmm. And when I knew that I didn't need to be smoking that much weed anymore. And again, you're hanging out with people and you're just, you know, people are smoking weed and you go, uh, yeah, sure. Sure. And then you're like, ah, and then as soon as you smoke and you're like, ah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I knew that I knew that I, that I shouldn't, I knew that I didn't need to, and I didn't want to, but I did. Now I'm in this shitty place. Now I hate it. Yeah. And it's going to be a couple hours. Exactly. It's going to be a couple (laughs) hours till this wears off. And then it took like, a year or two of that. Oh. Dude, that's how long it took. Like, I used to smoke weed. That's fucking stupid. If you have CF, don't <laughs> smoke weed. It's not worth it. Just eat it, A, eat your yeah. weed. And B, like, I probably took a good five years off my life because I did the same thing. I was smoking weed like a, like a regular old high school pothead in high school. And in the university, I started realizing, like, man, this is fucking my lungs up. And I kept being like, okay, I got to stop, I got to stop. But you're hanging out with all the people that want to smoke weed and you're at their yeah. house. And and even if you say no, you're going to be taking that shit in anyway, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, I remember you guys used to smoke hookah. Like a fuck ton of hookah. Was that you guys? Right in your face. Yeah, right in my Just face. Blow it and out. I would stick around. And you guys would be like, is this cool? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, totally. When really... Not cool at all. Like that shit was just, you just put on me like up. an oxygen mask. So it came to a point where I was like, uh, yeah, maybe I just won't go hang out at Taylor's because I'm going to smoke hookah. But then you guys stopped and I was like, sweet. Uh, but if it was happening now, I'd just be like, hey, don't. Yeah. <laughs> or sweet. I, I'll just I'll leave. See you guys. And we'd be um, like, good, sweet. Jeremy's gone. Yeah. But it's funny how long it takes you to like just accept. I know. Yeah. Which is oh, like it's because fear of missing out. You just want to so good, and then you're yeah. like, why doesn't it anymore? Yeah, and yeah. you don't want to leave. You know, they're yeah. your friends. You want to hang out with them. Yeah, I, I still yeah. do now, but now I'm just like, no. Yeah, this just totally Turned became out. us being like, oh man, it was so hard to stop smoking <laughs> weed. Uh, <laughs> uh, I still weird. smoke weed every day. Ryan's no, you don't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was just, just not that there's be, anything wrong with. That. I wanted to be no. different. I I smoke weed from time. I smoke weed from time to time, but I got okay. So. The the last question that I that I have for you is is knowing everything that you know and and being through all of this, how do you feel about the situation in its entirety? Do you feel like you've learned something, or you've grown, or do you just feel like it's part of your life? Yeah, I definitely feel like it's broken down a lot of the walls that like I built up around myself. Because when you go through something like that. You become so humble after and, like, just so grateful for the little things. Like, you'd probably never think about it, but, like, every day I wake up, I'm like, I'm sane today. Like, yeah. I'm part of the shared reality. This is great. I'm going to have a great day. Like, You see that car going by? So do so I. Do I. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's sweet. Awesome. Well, uh, that was so fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, that was, was a, a super fun. fun discussion. I'm glad I can. I'm so glad that you opened up that day that we chatted at the studio. I know. Um, 
I don't have any more questions. I, I feel like we, we covered everything that I wanted to know and more. Um, thank you, Emily. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for yeah. having me. Yeah. Thanks, and if, if, uh, oh, no. <laughs> what are you going to say? <laughs> like, and hey, if you, if you go crazy sometime soon and, and you get good Call again, me. come back in. <laughs> Tell us about that. That's awful. I see that. I hope that we can all uh, share reality together. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you often. should come share reality with us sometime. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Uh, before we log off, what's up? Can you do an intro? Like a hey, I'm like, can you all say your name? And this is Sick Boy Podcast and our guest today. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah. do that. Uh, we'll close out we, and then we'll, and then we'll, we can take care of all that. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. we do that after. Um, sweet. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, that was fucking super fun. Uh, if you enjoyed this, if you uh, thought this was interesting, please subscribe on iTunes first. Uh, secondly, give us a, a, a rating. It could be five stars. It could be one star. No. Whatever you, no. No. <laughs> no. Come no, on. No, no. No, no. Whatever you think our podcast deserves. I'm, I'm not going to lie. We've five got star. like a fuck load of five stars. Five. So just join the crew. <laughs> but if, if that's not your shared reality, give it a one star. Whatever. <laughs> Um, but the reason why is because it helps us spread the word. It helps us get our message out. It helps, uh, get other people to, to listen to the show. And we think this is a really important show and we want to get the word out there. So, uh, rate, review, subscribe. If you want to get at us, we're on Twitter at sick boy podcast. We're on Facebook. Just look up sick boy podcast. And, uh, if you want to be on the show, if you are dealing with any kind of illness and you want to share your experience, head to our website and contact us. Um, I think that's it for today. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.